Welcome to episode 32 of Horror Stories. I am your host, Kelly Aaron, and I am here today with my beautiful co-host, Ms. Sasha Powers. Sasha, my beautiful friend, how are you? Good. It's a beautiful Saturday. I went on a hike. I oversaw all of Long Beach. It's doing good. (laughs) Trying not to be jealous. It's overcast here in Kansas City. And, but we do have sunshiny guests with us mm-hmm. here today. Kendra and Hi. Victor Stone are here with us, friends of the podcast. Hello. Welcome, Hello. Kendra and Victor. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having us. Thanks for being we here. We are so excited to have you. We have been wanting, to, I've been teasing episodes that with people that I've wanted to have on for a while. And it just feels so gosh darn good to finally have you on. So thank you. We are just here today to talk about all kinds of fun stuff. Um, Let's start off by talking a little bit about about y'all. Are you comfortable sharing your, okay, you're a couple, correct? Uh-huh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Are you comfortable sharing your uh, ages and sexual orientations? Hmm. Yeah. I'm 33 and um, I consider myself bisexual, um, obviously in a heterosexual relationship. Um, yeah. And Vic? I am 29 and a cisgender hetero male. Very cool. Thank you for sharing that. It just kind of helps us. Like I've talked about many times, um, I'm 20 years older than Sasha and obviously 20 years older than y'all. And it's really, uh, or plus plus, and it's really nice to be able to get different perspectives and uh, just see what everybody of the generations are doing and how we cross. Uh, we always laugh, Sasha and I, about how we always uh, are replaying these same phases in our lives at the same time, mm-hmm. even like, just 20 years apart. So I just really enjoy uh, getting that out there. Now, do you, but um, do you guys mind go. sharing your yes. pronouns? Oh, please. Thank you. Yeah, I'll go. Uh, I always um, want to say he man, but he him. <laughs> I always want to say her and she, but she her. She's a her. <laughs> her she, you know. That's right. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sasha. Um, how would you, if you don't mind sharing, describe your relationship status? Would you say it's monogamous? Are you ethically non-monogamous slash open swinging, not really open, but you sometimes have threesomes or special guest stars in the bedroom. There are so many different Mm -hmm. variations of relationships. What, how would you describe yours? Um, we're non-monogamous but not open 
So we do the whole like three sons and or ethical, not monogamous. Um, we do the whole threesome. We are okay with exploring things together. Um, but as far as like having a relationship or an emotional relationship with someone else outside of our relationship, that that's kind of like where we draw the line. Very cool. I think, did you guys kind of, did you get there? Okay. Cause, cause you're, you're a young couple. You've come into this and sort of <laughs> knowing what you want and, and have a, a positive spin on sex to be able to communicate and talk like this. Did it take a while for you to land on this or did you guys kind of oh, come gosh. into your relationship <laughs> already sort of um, um, kind of threesome people or ethically non-monogamous people? Like what's, what was your history and how did you get into that? Boy, we. Vic, you want to take it away? Yeah, Vic. Um... <laughs> We definitely didn't start off that way. Um, I know for me personally, I had no clue um, like what I wanted or I had no clue what was going on. Uh, it was never really discussed in my family or um, friends or anything. Uh, so, you know, it's just what I saw from porn and just what was exciting at the time. And then uh, getting into our relationship, there was a certain point that um, contrast if I would be interested in a threesome and it's not even a thought that ever crossed my mind. It was like this forbidden thing that I knew would never happen. Like, you know, mm. who would want to do that for me? Uh, you know, and it wasn't something I was actively seeking or searching for. Um, even when I was watching porn, like not even watching threesome videos or anything like that, but hearing her perspective and having her open up, um, it definitely changed a lot for me. Um, we've been together for about six years and throughout that time I've grown a lot. Um, I was definitely a child, uh, man child when we first started dating and no. taking on a lot more responsibility, but also just kind of came into my own person. Um, She's helped helped me come out of that shell um, and really be, be the black sheep of the family that I am. <laughs> we love Bravo. We, love, it, you know. we love those. Mm. No, he just needed a little yeah. push. I, I could tell. Vic was um like there was a side of him that needed like needed to come out or um, that he kind of hid from everybody and like, I mean, I guess same way uh, with myself as well. Um, growing up, I'm a little bit older than him. Um, growing up in coming from East Africa and um, in a very strict, growing up in a very strict Muslim home, that's not, God, sex is the last thing you would talk about or even utter. Um, so, kind of coming into my own after like an eight year marriage, um, realizing what I like, learning to be authentic. Um, it kind of just like came out in our relationship. Um, I was able to, after, after some hurdles in our relationship, mm. uh, 
we kind of, yeah, we started to discuss, like, hey, I like this. Is this wrong? Are you cool with it? Like, do you like this? And the more we, it kind of started coming to the surface, like, realizing, like, we're, we're kind of the same. We, we enjoy ex- having different experiences, especially in the bedroom yeah, or sexually. Um, yeah, like, we really enjoy being open with one another. Um, like, I think just being with somebody that I can freely be myself, that's, like, that's all I've wanted. Um, especially coming in a, from a marriage that was just, like, so dry like very dry so you said said that you came from like a strict muslim um household is that what your marriage was kind of uh no i actually married a um i married a a white boy that was catholic and that was a no-no in my um muslim east african home very traditional i mean we're like I'm a foreigner. Like we, I was born there very, and then when we came to the States, very traditional. Um, So like, yeah. And then, so once I left, uh, I moved out in high school. Um, But once I left, there was no going back, like marrying this person, but he was just very, I would call him very conservative. Mm -hmm. So that was not something Sex was very, very simple, boring. But I didn't know at the time, like, what. Yeah. Like, okay, I didn't know that it was supposed to be any different. Like, I just thought that's, that's what marriage is, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And you don't know what you don't know, like, to exactly. Victor's point about, yeah, when he was saying that you had turned him on to some things that even though he had seen it in porn, he didn't really think of it as a reality. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, we have such a, um, both here in the States and obviously very much. So where you're from Kendra, a, uh, I think that that sex negativity is another way that, People control one another. They try to shame one another. They try to um, limit people's freedoms and expressions. And I think sex has a lot to do with, you know, when you come into yourself feeling good about yourself and thriving. And, um, and, And sometimes those cultures are the anti that. And you don't know what you don't know. I was the same way. I remember being 28 years old, 27, I think, or 28 years old. And I hung out with this couple all the time. And this guy called me one time and said like, Hey Kelly. And I, what's up? Um, Well, I just, I had to call and tell you that uh, my wife is in love with you. And I was like, Oh, I love her too. Tell me to give, tell her to give me a call when she gets home from work. (laughs) And I really just never occurred to me that um, even though I've grown up, at that point in my lifetime on like finding playboy magazines in the backs of cabinets and penthouse and hustler magazines and loving the way women looked and definitely knowing I had an attraction there. But once again, that just, it was right there in front of me and just did not occur to me. So it's really cool that y'all 
coming from very different places, but kind of in conservative places, have have met in the middle and be able to really realize your sexuality and open up. Because so many of us, I feel like I'm one of those people who just has not met my person like that, where I can just really come out and show it. So I think it's very, very cool that y'all have have kind of uh, gotten into that. Even though your relationship is not brand new, you guys are kind of growing into one another. And it's really cool that you're, like I said, putting that idiotic messaging aside and enjoying your sexuality and each other. And I just want to applaud you for that. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I think it didn't come easy. That's for yeah. sure. I think there needed it. There needed to be some like walls that needed to come down, and some ugly, ugly truth needed to come out um, to get to this point. And a lot of Brene Brown. Um, we love her. <laughs> a lot of Brene Brown needed to. We needed to read that and kind of some self discovery to get to the point where we are. Absolutely. Because she talks a lot about the difference between guilt and shame and how those Mm -hmm. feelings differ and how debilitating it is to constantly be walking around with shame. So to be able to shed that and move forward, so liberating. And um, once again, I just think it's uh, really super cool. So I had, excuse me, I had asked y'all to take a BDSM quiz just so we could kind of, you know, get an idea of what y'all were into, um, statistically speaking. Um, Do you guys, uh, Kendra, would you talk a little bit about that quiz for you and what were sort of your top things, um, kinks or or things that you were into? Um, What what was your quiz like? Um. Let's say it's a little eye-opening. I never, um, the I'd say my top couple of my top options were were not surprising. Some were because I don't really. I always thought I was not as dominant in the bedroom, but then after seeing some of the results, I'm like, okay, I I, I kind of see it. Um, there are certain situations where I like to be in control. Um, I'd say outside of the bedroom, I probably, I am a control freak. Huh. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, like my top one was rope bunny and that's, I would say that's spot on. Um, that was my top one. And yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. That's so funny. Um, and then second one, um, voyeur mm-hmm. or, just somebody that gets off on like just observing. Um, and I think the more I thought like kind of dove into that, um, and educated myself, it kind of made sense. I, like, I, I think the latest fantasy that I have was just like nothing. Say, and I guess it's kind of sexual, just hanging out, in a group setting naked. Um, like that's, that's kind of been on my. So are you like slightly on top of, my list. On top of boy? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yep. Um, 
I do. And there's something about it. I think I find more so a woman's body, but even, even males, um, guys, like just the naked body. There's something, like, there's just so much beauty in that. Um, and that's something that I think Vic and I have kind of been a lot of our topics or our conversations lately has been about like a full body woman or um, just, yeah, just, just the beauty in it. Right. Yes. And the power that comes from feeling so good about yourself inside and out and having a partner reaffirm it is Mm -hmm. incredible. Um, I have been in spaces um, before that I've talked about where like naked sex resort and it was a takeover situation where people could do whatever they wanted, wherever they wanted, pretty much, except for the dining rooms, you had to have a little bit of clothes on, but so not just people walking around naked, but you'd see people by the pool fucking and stuff like that. And it was just so great to see people of all shapes, sizes, types, ages, etc., full on enjoying themselves and being able to be free and just the beauty and, and that was was pretty darn cool to see. So I could I could definitely do you see something like that on your in your future or maybe not that sort of deliberate like what what do you see? Can can you see that manifesting itself somehow, sometime, or has it already? I could see it happening sometime. Um it's not something that we've really talked about, but uh, one of your other episodes, there was people talking about, you know, resort and whatnot. Um, and you talked about clubs and stuff. So it's something that um, I know I'm interested in and just that we haven't gotten around to yet. Um, we're still we're still planning other parts of our lives and other trips and vacations or whatnot. So we kind of want to get through those steps first. So I think that's why it hasn't really been discussed yet. But I think it absolutely would yeah. be something uh, that we're interested in with the whole, you know, wanting to hang out naked and uh, threesomes and just exploring our sexuality. Very cool. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> yeah. And it's, I think also going back to sort of how you arrived where you are now with where you're able to experience these things. Um, you didn't, she, like y'all said, you didn't get there overnight. It took a lot of communicating and a lot of work. And I think that that needs to be emphasized. You don't just show up some one day after the expectation has been this monogamy. And I want to invite some people in the bedroom. Let's do it. It's, it's no, it, it's uh yeah. I think that's like there's, what there's people yeah. expect from like fat life. They like see, oh, mm-hmm. this person's into the same shit as me. That means that we can just jump right into that. And that's just, it doesn't work yeah. like that. Um, it does not. It it came with a lot of, a lot of heavy heartache or, mm-hmm. um, let's say like maybe three, a year and a half into the relationship, there was some heavy heartache that happened. Um, and then fast forward um, to even last year, last year was just, 
I mean, yeah, we, we came to, yeah, we split for a little bit. Um, we joke about it now because like our, our little inside joke, um, Vic, um, he like, he'll joke about this now, Vic, um, he like snuck into his own house for a booty call. Mm legit snuck into his own house like we were split up i we started talking i um texted him like hey want to come over our daughter was asleep and he parked down the street walked like he was a freaking ninja or something like it was dark <laughs> in the shadows. <laughs> I watched him on the ring. I, mean, a, I think that sounds like so a he sexy could sneak role in. Play. <laughs> it's like cops and robbers. Right? I guess, yeah. <laughs> right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it's something that we look back on, like even at a very dark, depressing time. Um, there's humor in it. Um, like, yeah, I, I don't. I don't think I'd change a thing. Um, it was definitely hard getting to this point, but um, like it, back to like even just some of the episodes um, on your podcast where you had another couple on here and they talked about radical honesty. Um, a, a thing that I think I preached early on in our relationship was just being authentic. Um, I the person that I want to be with or the next marriage I imagined was, Hey, I'm going to give, I'm just going to be completely myself. I'm not going to pretend to be something. I'm not Mm. trying to fit into this box that I'm not meant to be in. And I'm going to, I'm going to just be me. And I want that person to accept Mm. me as I am. And I want to accept that person for all their flaws or any, or whoever they are. And um, I, I feel like we're we are building that relationship. Um, I could, yeah. We I think <laughs> I've uh, talked to a lot of guys, and I feel like Vic is he's he's yeah he's my person. I just <laughs> love to hear it. I think that's the isn't it cool? I think that's the ultimate. I've heard one of my other friends recently. I've heard several people say that that is the ultimate the ultimate is to be able to be yourself around somebody really be yourself mm-hmm. and yeah. i know for me i was in a marriage for almost 17 years where it felt like that till tuesday video which nobody on this call except for me will probably <laughs> remember but there was this <laughs> band called till tuesday and amy mann was the uh lead singer um She's the one who did the album for that uh, Paul Thomas Anderson movie, um, Magnolia. But it's called um, Hush, Hush, Keep It Down, Down, Voices Carry. And it's this guy who's just always stifling her, stifling her, doing things to undercut her so that she cannot be expressive and be herself. And you know that we've all been with people where we've done something Mm -hmm. crazy or funky or freaky to be us. And they looked at us like... (laughs) I mean, I know who among us hasn't, you know, rolled in with like a Mickey Mouse shirt, like thinking you're looking so cool (laughs) and had somebody look at you like, 
And then it, it tamps yep. down your joy. Yeah. You know, it tamps down mm-hmm. your joy. That is so funny. I guess so. So to be with somebody. I was wearing a Mickey Mouse shirt. And you did look cool as shit. And anybody who looked their nose down at you, uh, fuck those people, Sasha. They just don't know. Hello. She, are you kidding? She's on the Mickey Express. I did that with her last September. And let me tell you, she, she and Mickey are friends. She had, he prints those shirts just Mickey for her. Mickey takes a big chunk of my paycheck every month. Seriously, Mickey can run away with it. Yeah. And I, boy, if I live there, he would have mine as well. Let me just tell you. Yeah. So, you know, bottom line, I was fucking cool. Boom. Mickey shirts today. <laughs> all around and and how it's the opposite when you have people who look at you when you do something fun and like oh my god to see you delight in that gives me a you know that's a clip flipper for me to see you delight in something (laughs) and to really enjoy it is like ooh, that gives me such pleasure and those are the kind of people that you want to be with those are all my friends are that way not in a sexual way but when something good goes down for me. I can see it in their faces. They're excited for me. Yeah. See that they're encouraging me and wanting me to grow and wanting me to have better things. And that's for, to ask for that in a romantic partner is not too much to ask. So again, fucking bravo. Kendra and Victor. Um, Back to your BDSM results. What were some of the lowest results that you had on that? For mine. Okay, the lowest result was Swinger and Pat and Paypig. Interesting. Paypig, from what I read, it was like somebody that... Did we have that option? Did they change the quiz on us? (laughs) <laughs> there's so many options yeah there's a lot on there you can scroll for okay. days reading all the different things but you can hey, I had hey, them I take was... a different one. Oh, okay okay huh oh y'all took a different one that I've taken in the past because I wanted to mix it up a little so we didn't have pay pig on the last <laughs> one but it's a fin-dom term oh. right uh right yeah. Kendra doesn't it mean like somebody mm-hmm. who is like what, what is it you're taking money mm. not or giving money for humiliation, sexual humiliation? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's for, it's paying for it. And, um, or and then also, um, well, cause Vic, where, where did that fall on your list? Because it was kind of up there on mine. I feel like it only asked one question though. And the question was worded like, if you could pay for all of your significant other shit, would you? Well, no fucking shit, I would like. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, it wasn't worded in any type of (laughs) sexual way, so yeah, mine was high up there. And then we go to read the definition, and it talks about you know, oh, sexual gratification for this and that, and it's like, eh. You're like, I'm just looking at the provider. Not that (laughs) way. Yeah, like obviously, right, right, balling out and just like, yeah, fuck it, whatever you want, honey, go get it. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you right now, Vic, that that is extremely sexy, just as an outsider <laughs> perspective. Okay. Just right now. All right. I just got to so, get yeah, the But I could see, 
Yeah, yeah, where the two got joined, <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't want to say I'm into guys who are 10 years older and suddenly, you know, there's some weird age play thing that, that, that yeah. isn't really, you know, uh, on my, on my radar. So those were the lowest things. Yeah. Um, did those things surprise you that they were low or were you like, oh yeah. Um, I don't think that surprised me that it was low, um, in like in my past relationship in my marriage, um, that's that partner that I was with, they, um, like they really wanted to provide or they felt like in a relationship, a male is just supposed to provide financial, but not emotional connection or, or be involved. And that's, that's, it really, that didn't do anything for me. Like it, yeah, it's nice when, a guy takes you out and takes you shopping and all of that. That's exciting. Like I, I love it when Vic, we go out or, you know, he spoils me, but that doesn't, that's not like what I'm searching. That's not what, that's not what like, like grinds my, like just does it for me. Um, but as far as like, yeah, that's just, that didn't do it for me. So I am not surprised that it's on the bottom of my list. Um, now, when it came up on Vic's list, I could tell, like, he enjoys, I, I love receiving gifts. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy it when he, shit, when he tells me he paid this and that and this, like, bill. I'm like, fuck yes. <laughs> that means, that means that money's going to my savings. Like, that's less money I gotta spend. Like, yeah. yes, baby. Yes. <laughs> um, that does it for me. Um, but that's not, it's not everything, everything for me in a relationship. Yeah. That's an important distinction. Mm -hmm. Um, and then what else What was on the bottom of my list? Um, pet. Um, yeah, I don't want to be anybody's pet. I feel like I'm a very dominant woman in our, in our household. Um, I feel like I lead a lot. I just, I like to be submissive, um, in the bedroom, but I, to a certain extent, I can't be the idea of being somebody's pet. Nah, that, that doesn't and more power to those people I do, but that just doesn't do it for me. Did you want to share your results, Victor? Uh, yeah, I got to get them pulled up. Yeah, what landed on the top of your list? <laughs> it top sounds of my like list. Victor Stone. It sounds like um, Kendra and I's results are very similar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I get that. Like, with just from listening to the podcast, I can I can see why they're very close. I feel like we line up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that doesn't surprise me. Knowing the two of you, totally. <laughs> Just strong women who are getting stuff done. Yeah. Um, well, it took, it, I would say it took me a lot. I would say in the last five, maybe seven years of my life, I realized that, like, I kind of reclaimed my power in life, like my, my life. Um, Hell yeah. You're here. Realizing I'm a strong woman. I'm independent. Here we roar. But then... 
there's a certain extent where that can get too, that can be a little too extreme. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's for another day. Vic? Yeah. Um, can you guys still hear me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. So my top results were, um, or I guess, first off, when I took this quiz, it asked about percentages. Uh, like I would ask you the question and then you would have, you know, 10%, 20, 40, 50, 70, 80, or 100, uh, which isn't really the way that my brain processes these things. Um, again, no judgment to anybody that is into a certain kink or whatnot. Um, but for me, it's either like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. I would try it or the 100%, like, yeah, I like that. Um, so that's kind of the perspective that I took when I took this quiz. And my top were uh, voyeur, swinger, experimentalist, uh, exhibitionist, switch, and cuckold. So you guys have some similar ones. Nice. Mm-hmm. But then, interesting, one of your top ones is swinger, but one of her bottom ones yeah. is swinger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think, um, I mean, just with with life, you know, people change and whatnot and kind of what you're into and embracing that with each other. Uh, right now, we're really embracing the idea of, you know, playing with other people, um, whether that's playing with another girl or playing with another guy. Uh, that's something that we've never done, but we've been talking about it more and more, you know, looking at it more and more on Reddit, um, talking about more fantasies, you know, talking about it when we're in bed, you know, kind of, kind of role play, you know, playing out these fantasies and it's really revved us up, uh, kicked up our drive lately. And so, you know, taking this quiz, it was like every question, you know, it would be like, you would want to see your partner with another man. Like, yeah, like for sure. It's, it's like all we can think about right now. Um, so <laughs> I told when my my results came back like that, I was like, I get it. Like for sure. Um, but was yeah, there anything was that was unexpected that, was, that came from your results? Uh, yeah. Like the pay pig came up uh, <laughs> like 58%. And that one, I was like, nah, there's only one question. And, <laughs> like, when you I know, and he can be cheap that way. way, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. But, uh, no, I mean, when that one came up, it's like, of course I enjoy, you know, like you said, hey, honey, I took care of these bills. Like, you know, you don't need to yes. worry about this. Or <laughs> like, I enjoy taking that stress off of you, but it's not like, mm, Act honey, of like, service. I paid that fucking yes. bill. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like uh, yeah um i had brat that scored pretty high mm. which i don't feel like i do too much of like oh well make me do it um so i don't i don't really know Normally, how i got that one when I, in my experience your partner can tell you if you're a brat or not you can't really tell if you're a brat oh, or shit. not mm-hmm. yeah As a brat. <laughs> some of the stuff i had to be like well <laughs> Hmm. I wouldn't say, I think, so from my end, um, watching it outside perspective, like, I would say he's not in the bedroom, like, or even in real, like, Vic is not a brat, but 
I know you enjoy if I like were like, hey, come here, like put your face in my pussy, like eat, eat it. Like you would be like, boing. Yeah. Like, yes, babe, like make me do what you want. Like use me. Yeah, I think in that perspective, definitely. Um, you would like me to take control and be dominant. Yes. Very nice. Well, I think some of the nuances of these questions that we've talked about are just great examples of how complicated human sexuality, humans in general, but human sexuality, so nuanced, so interesting. Like you talked about, Vic, I don't think about this in terms of such a ratcheted spectrum Mm -hmm. of defined percentages, like the quiz laid Uh out. I think of these things differently or the pay pig thing and how that got kind of twisted or this or that and how the interpretation it's like, yes, on the surface, this was the answer and it makes sense. But if you look at the layers and I think a cool thing about this, these dialogues around these quizzes when you are, when you do have kink tendencies is they start a lot of dialogue like this. So you can discover more. So with that said, were there some things that you saw on each other's quizzes that you absolutely didn't know about each other but now that you do you're like hey um i wouldn't say so i think just with our open more open line of communication um that we've been working on and like she said it's been a hell of a struggle uh the house had to come tumbling down to rebuild and uh just through that process coming into our own we've really been supporting each other to come into our own um and she knows like anything that she anything she wants anything that she's like hey i like this i'm like yeah i like it too <laughs> of course uh, that's just like the that's the admiration and the just the way that i adore her mm-hmm. um and the way that she makes me feel you know just to to see her be that person and have that power and Um, you know, knowing her background, knowing her story. So having her have reclaimed, you know, all of this is, um, yeah, (laughs) it's, uh, it's a lot that I love. It's, uh, it's a lot to love. And it's just, it feels good. It feels right. It feels natural. Um, So that kind of helps get us to where we're at here. And and uh, she's done the same for me. It sounds like you guys is like your the root of your relationship is very explorative. So it seems like most of these conversations are definitely yeah already had. That was high on our yeah yeah very high <laughs> on our list exploring and I think we quickly found that out that we both enjoy exploring and just having different um, experiences. Uh-huh. We're both very sexual too. Um, I can say for myself, I wasn't going about it the right way. Uh, discovered porn really young. My dad had Playboys, got into them. Um, you know, and it kind of, for me, it became obsessive. Got to a certain point where, like, Reddit was just the downfall, super obsessive. Um, she saw my Reddit, and it was not a good representation of, uh, like, what I was into or whatnot. And it put a very poor taste in her mouth. Um, you know, this image in her head of, you know, what, to compare herself to it's uh, not a healthy moment just it's 
Yeah, no, not at all. That's that's when the house came tumbling down. Um, and then I had to go and do some, you know, just some self-discovery. Like, all right, why am I doing this? You know, why why download videos when it's like it's not going to go anywhere? It's on the internet. You know, why why do all of this? Um, and throughout that process, just kind of grew my grew my appreciation for what I have, what's in front of me, and being able to talk to her, being able to appreciate her body, and let her remind her like. No, it's not that I'm comparing you to that or anything. Like, I don't know what I'm doing sexually. I don't know what I want. And, you know, I'm figuring that out. It's a weird, weird thing for me that was never discussed at home. I also Um, think that, like, for most, a good chunk of, I would say, straight men, like, growing up, your your exposure to porn is so vastly Mm -hmm. different than any woman that I know. And your introduction to porn and, like, your obsession mm-hmm. over porn. Like, yeah. the culture around uh-huh. porn and, like, young boys is so different than... I don't I don't know if I would even say, like, there's, like, a culture in women's lives that are <laughs> porn, especially at a young age. We don't Mm-mm. really talk about porn. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I can see how there have been a lot of people that I know of that have just like fallen into this like hole. Yeah. The trap. The hole oh, yeah. of porn. And not saying it is a deep dark that. hole. But yeah. Yeah. Well, actually I guess to come around full circle, uh, Reddit was our downfall. And now, uh, now, I mean, we use it as a tool to help us out. Um, you know, it's, it's yeah. anything that you want, you can find on there. And, you know, we're using it to explore these kinks, to talk with different people, you know, hey, what got you into that kink? Or just kind of see what everyone's into. Oh, how does this play out? You know, oh, there's people in our backyard that are doing this, you know, and um, I pretty much it's really become every question a... I have on Reddit. I love Reddit so much. I'm on, <laughs> yeah. like, I use Reddit for literally everything. Like, I'm on a, a Wellbutrin sub, <laughs> sub Reddit page. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> to talk about people's dosages. Okay. Anybody yeah. else? <laughs> it's like literally across the board, my answers are all things. So that's so yeah. that's so funny. Like I used to think of Reddit as like a negative thing, but now like being on there, it, it is. It's very helpful. You can I think you have all sorts of walks of life and you can go it's a resource. And I think if you use it wisely, you use it appropriately, it's, it's great. Um, and yeah, then there's some very exciting things on there. So as somebody who's not on Reddit, is it, I'm gonna, I'll have to check it out, but tell me, is it like a funnel? Is it like a bunch of people's experiences funneled into a subject <laughs> that you can kind of, you know, sub Google on the reddits and then you get like some threads of just everyday people talking about their experiences with whatever the topic is. Would you explain to me what it is? Is that what it is? I think you just explained it better than I could. Yeah. (laughs) You basically find any niche. Yeah. Any niche topic that you want to get more information about. There's a subreddit thread or page and that you can go and look at all these different threads, which are just basically posts of, um, that Mm -hmm. people like comment back and forth on. 
Mm-hmm. But it's nice because it's like from the perspective, like you can like get your answers from the perspective of the community that is within this niche, like rather than like outside perspectives. Anything else from the BDSM quiz that resonated? Like any other Surprise like takeaways? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. So let's see. What, what was the percentage? Um, 62.5% saddest. Sadist? And I was like. Sadist. S- how do you pronounce it? Sadist. <laughs> Sadist. <laughs> I knew. I think Vic has been correcting me all the way, but yes, you know what I meant. Okay. We did. Um, But yeah, that kind of threw me for a loop because when I, okay, so when I looked up the definition, it said like, you get turned on by um, like seeing someone in a dark time or or just sad or inflicting that, that sadness or something and I'm just like no, I am. I, I I don't consider myself. I don't. Uh, yeah, that kind of threw me. For, I still. I've been thinking. I've been trying to think about it in every which way or different way or not. Like if, going into this, like we both thought, like hey, whatever, like whatever there is, no, no, no judgment or mm-hmm. or anything like you know, it, it sparks up conversation. Mm-hmm. So seeing that I was like, it still, it still has me for a loop. Um, do you know what, I think the only thing that like geared towards that, that maybe might explain why you got that result. Mm, no, I don't even really, I, I don't do think I thought about like what, crying? Some people do that. Some people get no, I, I, <laughs> okay. so, and I'm a crier. So I thought that was going to come up on Vic's. Yeah. Oh, I thought like it would come up on Vic's list because sometimes whenever we're like going through something and we're emotional or we're making up or something like in those kind of situations, when it's kind of like we're discussing it and it's very deep and heavy like out of nowhere, like he just has a boner, <laughs> and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like this is not the right time. What the fuck? You have a boner. He's like um, ready for the makeup. So now I kind of yeah, exactly. He's like just geared up, ready to go, and and I'm thinking so yeah, but like I I don't feel that. like after some years now being with him, I'm like I just expected. I'm like okay, I know we're we're in the clear when this happens. <laughs> so, like, Argument has yeah. been resolved. Yeah, like we're good. <laughs> we we talked about it enough. But I, for, as far as me, um, I think maybe no, yeah, I, I would say sometimes um, like rough sex gets me going. Mm. Or like I don't know if this is relatable to to that category, but like you know, like rough sex or um, like being pushed to a certain limit. But as far as like me not watch, maybe not watching somebody or hmm. I don't. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure how that 
Maybe it's falls something into explore and get back to it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'll let you know, but right. crying in my, like, from what I've experienced, crying makes me uncomfortable. When I see other people crying, like, I never know how to react. And, like, I want to get as far away from the situation as I can. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I want to console you, but, like, crying or as death or like anything like that. Crier, I cry oh. a lot. I cry when I'm, like. I probably cry at least three times a week, I would say. Uh, and that's good I like to cry in me. private. Like, that's, like, how I yeah. express myself or get things out and then move on. But as somebody who's a crier, I think it's so funny when I hear, like, people are so uncomfortable around people crying. Because <laughs> yeah. as, as the person that's probably crying, I don't expect <laughs> anything. <laughs> like, just we don't expect yeah. you to like do anything different in that moment. I've, I've learned that i think people <laughs> right? just want you to just be there um i've learned that with vic like when he's in a moment when i see people like that i'm just like oh my god i i need to do something i need to i need to make the situation i i'm a fixer i fix like i want to fix the situation like what can i do for you like i turn into a gesture i'm like what kind of tricks can i pop out of my hat to make you feel better <laughs> but like <laughs> through, like just getting to know like i guess educating ourselves or reading up on being vulnerable um the topic or like sometimes we'll just say one another when the other person's overdoing it it's just like get in the hole with me like get in the hole i don't need you to do anything and i've i've learned that now i just get in the hole just That's get in the hole and sit yeah. It's a great, mm -hmm. great way to put it. Shout out it's to just Brene. like sometimes when you, oh, that's what yeah. she says. Okay. Vic actually that's taught me great that. Advice. It was from Power of Vulnerability, right? Vic? Uh, I can't remember which one, but. One of those. Yeah. It's such great advice because I think it's sometimes it's people's natural tendency to either want to, like you said, try to make it better or <clears throat> try to say something to almost, you know, people are meaning the best, but sometimes the false positivity is really fucked up. Mm -hmm. And then also sometimes you don't want a bunch of unsolicited fucking advice. You just want to be or say or do, and then just, just be able to have somebody like you just said, sit, that's be in the hole with you. That is such a great analogy. Dig it. I need yeah. to read that Thanks. Shout it's out to highly you recommend power vulnerability or anything Brene Brown has written. Yeah, she's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Well, how about um, you know we've uh, been talking about some other episodes, and I understand that y'all had maybe heard about Hump um, on one of our horror stories episodes, as everyone knows, I do enjoy me some Dan Savage. I know he's not perfect and, uh, but uh, I do, uh, kind of like what he curates over there. And y'all saw a little bit of hump. Yeah. Is this true? A whole one. Um, what, did you watch it in the theater or did you, uh, stream it or what did you um, do? I uh, went to the theater. I think I, either I like spoke with you about it or something, but 
somehow like I looked it up and it was like the next day. Yeah, we well actually it was funny because I first I heard it on the episode. I was in, intrigued and like they were filmed the, the show <laughs> was the next day. Yeah, in in Casey. Wow. Um. Oh wow. well, yeah, it was the next day and we had the opportunity and we went and checked it out. It was it was pretty awesome. It's so interesting that you saw it actually in a theater. I think that's the only way I've ever seen it. Have I ever streamed it from my house? I don't think I have. But that is a totally different experience around an audience. I've only streamed it. And it is with any film. Uh, but so, yeah, It's way so better I in only... theater than streaming. Oh, really? In okay. my opinion. Well, that's good to know. Even before it started, like when we got there, just the the groups of people that were there, um, you could tell uh, just everybody was free. I think I had a therapy session like a couple of days after that and walked in. I was like, hey, man, can I get weird sexual? Like, what's, what's the boundary here? And uh, he was like, oh, shoot it out. And I'm like, all right, I went to this thing. I saw a bunch of different stuff, not judging anybody. Like, but the coolest part about it and that him and I talked about was just the freeing part, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and it was like, man, there's all these people that I don't see in my regular everyday life. Like I'm used to just seeing like regular dudes, regular women um, show up there and there's just all kinds of people, all kinds of different, you know, uh, they're stressed all kinds of different ways and whatnot. Everybody's smiling. Everybody's having a good time. Sit down. It starts going on. You know, there's no sense of fear or shame or guilt or uh, any hard feelings in there. Like you could just feel it in the air almost uh, with all the people around. And um, so that compared to, you know, laying in bed, streaming it, <laughs> it was like, ah, it's cool. But yeah. it was way yeah, better. You don't have when, a community there. Yeah. Like we were talking to the people next to us and um, they were awesome. It yeah. Just, yeah. It was just a, much different experience that I really, that I really enjoyed. Um, just seeing all those people and like even just seeing it in your community, like, wow, you know, like I didn't know this many people would show up for this one thing, but now I feel as though I can be more vulnerable. I can be more seen. I don't, I don't need to worry about like anybody else. Like, fuck that. There's a community here. So fuck everyone. Hell yeah. Absolutely. And, and seeing that stuff that, um, like, did you guys see some of the films that depicted things that you wouldn't have normally seen in your own porn mm-hmm. consumption? For sure. Oh, yeah. And how was that? Um, so it kind of taught us a little bit about ourselves. So I, like, even though we've worked through some things, um, I always back to like what I found on like early on in our relationship, like fixed phone and like pictures or like, you know, a folder that of downloaded pictures and feeling like, uh, I don't like, or I don't look like that. So in my mindset or a narrative that I built in my head was, I don't look like that. So I can't like, that's not what he's into. There's no way. And there's there would be some times where, you know, we would be in the moment, built up, and then, like, something would trigger 
uh, me. And then I would get back into that space where I'm like, oh, why am I acting like this? That's not, this is not what he's into. Like I just built this narrative in my head. Um, and then there was a scene. It was like two, no, two, three, Could correct me if I'm two. wrong. Two. Okay. Um, two females and that two, like they were very full figure, um, plus size women. And they were, it was a very sensual scene Sex. and something that I would think that I wouldn't think he was into. Um, he like, he made the, like, you know, reached over. I think maybe, I, I don't know if we were holding hands the whole time, but, um, he caught, he got a boner in the middle of that, <laughs> in that scene. And I was like, Oh, you like that? Like you like all that ass? Like, wait a minute, <laughs> hold up! <laughs> like you, you, yeah. you want to hold me like that? You're into? I was just, it kind of ever. And then the fact that he like, without me bringing it up, he expressed it. Um, and it kind of it gave me like, I think it completely erased that narrative of what I thought he enjoyed and. It kind of gave me a, like a little bit more of this freedom, where I'm. That's amazing. I'm not. That's, yeah. Where I'm you, like, like, I'm sure a lot of women can relate to that. I mean, I know I can. Right. A hundred percent. And yeah, that's a rare opportunity for him to be able to express that he likes that without you prompting mm -hmm. a question. And if you prompt it and you ask, like, "Well, do you like this?" and he says yes you're going to be like, well, you're just saying that because blah, 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 blah. Exactly. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> do you know, or even like some things that I probably wouldn't say in the past were like, do you want to like, do you enjoy holding me like this? Or there's certain areas where I'm like, oh, don't touch that. Like, I don't want you touching me here. I don't want you touching me there. I'm feeling comfortable. Like, cause in my, I think in my, like I've been the heaviest at this in our relationship in my life. And prior to us dating, like I was this like gym rat and it's just, so the fact that he's like, Oh, I love these parts of you or parts where I don't even love. Um, it felt good. It felt, it felt really good to hear that from my partner. Um, and now like, I'm like, Oh, I actually like it. Like, I like you touching my, my rolls or something like, you know, <laughs> just something that makes you normally makes you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Totally. Right, because this the the like the the proof is there, the turn on mm -hmm. is there, that 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 validation and and you feeling it from the inside, but then having it validated on the outside, or you wanting to feel it, you wanting to get there and erase those narratives we heard and then get and then be in a place where you feel like you've Yeah. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Like turn it around and conquer it. Oh, that is a that is a fucking cool story that is really really cool does it at all make you think about the idea of making your own hump film and if not for public consumption for private consumption mm -hmm. have you ever thought about what would be in your hump film five minute festival submission Vic, take it away i'll let you speak on that Man, sometimes i like it? recording sometimes i don't Depends on the mood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, 
it would be cool but i don't think either of us like have the know-how you know like how to set up the camera or the lighting or all that <laughs> stuff because i mean honestly let's say that I was... you have a production crew what what okay. would be the subject matter i don't know i think if if we had a production crew i i, I think it would just be um just like passion and love um i think some of our early some of my favorite times um with Kendra have been uh, I mean even like she mentioned the emotional boner like you know have a have a fight or an argument or something and uh, I'm a very anxiously attached person so you know if it's not great to me it's like oh this person doesn't want to be with me they don't want to be around me um, so I, then mm -hmm. I kind of mm -hmm. uh, just get all amped up in my head and so it's we have an issue and then I get that reassurance and that validation you know like hey I didn't like that, but I still love you. You know, you still, you still mean this to me. And then that's where, that's where the emotional boners come from. Not from just like, oh, I'm emotional or whatever. Um, but it is that, <laughs> it's that validation and whatnot. Um, and then we've had, we've had plenty of times where, um, you know, it's just been like so passionate in the heat of that moment um, that, you know, we're, we're getting louder or we're just so into each other that like, I can't even remember everything that goes on. You know, it's just like, man, I was there, I'm breathing heavy. I felt things I've never felt before. We both came and now uh, I just want to lay here and let my body reboot. Um, so it'd be kind of, I guess if, if I could pick something, it'd, it'd be something like that or what we want to do now. Um, Hopefully you don't care that I'm saying this, but ideally we, we are trying to have a, a threesome with another guy and just kind of stemming from like watching hump and whatnot, just seeing what it's like to, you know, Hey, you know, you love it when I rub you down and when I feel these parts of you. So, you know, what, how would you feel about another set of hands that's, you know, rubbing you down at the same time. And then we start kissing your body. I start kissing you, you know? we all get undressed you know what what would that feel like or what would that be like um and it opened up a lot of <laughs> conversation you would be like, well, that'd be fucking awesome like oh okay well yeah we can look more i'm so this. glad that these conversations stemmed from the hump film fest which stemmed from us that makes me feel good yeah. yes hump was a big 50 -50. thank you thank you for this podcast <laughs> yes Hashtag horror stories. Yes, yes. Definitely. 100%. God. And again, really cool nuances and learning about yourself. And you said something else, Vic, that really hit home about knowing that you can get sideways with somebody and it's cool. Mm -hmm. And you're going to get on the other side of it and feel even better about your relationship. Because this person over here loves you unconditionally. And I think when you're used to being loved conditionally, sometimes, at least for me, yeah. that's where that would come from, where it would be just like, oh, I've yeah. fucked it. I've just fucked it, you know? <clears throat> so that's really, that's so cool. And again, I love that all this exploration and discussions have sparked, um, uh, these desires to sort of put some things in motion. Um, we definitely uh, are going to need a part two. 
with uh, Kendra and Victor Stone for sure. Um, any other reflections on Hump? And and Sasha, you got any other questions about uh, surrounding the Film Fest since we are fans of the Hump Film um, Festival? Did it branch off any of your porn selection? Like, did you come away uh, from that and be like, I'm going to start looking at this X, Y, and Z? I don't, maybe not. I think it made us more open with one another, like... Vic, you can tell me, um, yeah, like if I'm not if I'm missing something, but um, I think it just really, cause so right after when we find out found out about Hump and um, like he went into this, like we were just coming off of some ugliness and it kind of like jumped right into it, but it really the thing I think that what it sparked was just the openness. Like I think we were both hiding behind these walls and like, okay, you're, you're into this. What? Like you don't find any shame in this. Just, there was no shaming. I, I grew up with a lot of, um, like the parenting style, my parents, like how they just a lot of shame and guilt and, um, it kind of did away with a lot of that. Um, we, we're able to open up, um, discover what we liked and just, just be open to conversate, like talk about this. He won't look at me any differently. Cause I used to think like, Oh, I can't, I can't tell him this. He's going to be like, what the fuck you like this? That's weird. And now he's like, let's <laughs> or, do it. Yeah. He's like, let's go for it. Um, or even just like, I, I don't know. I used to think like I'm a very per- overprotective or possessive or jealous type. Now I'm like, okay, to an extent, like you can't share the emotions with my man, but you can try him. You can t- take him out for a test drive or something. Um, but like, yeah, it just opened, it opened the floor for conversation and, that's beautiful. Being open with one another and Same. Yeah, it's just it, so it's, cool. Like <laughs> it really is. That that thank you. Thank you from the bottom of our heart. Oh, like oh. for for talking about film festival and opening us up to it. I'll piggyback off of that because for me going into it in the back of my head, I was like, this is either like it's gonna be really cool or really bad. So fuck, let's go. Is it gonna be the most awkward moment of your life, or yeah, like it's either gonna suck or not. Uh, luckily, it kind of it blew the top off of stuff for us in a good way um, to open up the communication and see each other, be seen, be vulnerable, um, especially sexually. We're both definitely very sexual people, um, and I mean, even porn like that was such a big issue for us that like I I cut out porn. You know, no more watching porn for me. And um, it's not something that I miss. It's not something that I'm like, man, I, I really need it. Like it, you know, it consumed a lot of my life for no reason. So, um, and I mean, she can attest to it that I've been much more, much more productive, much more proactive um, without I would porn. say Just, present. Yeah, much more present. present. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, I mean, even going back to your question about did it change, like, you know, watching porn, um, 
you know, it, it, it got us watching more together and discovering more together and oh, it got it so actually, cool. yeah, being a conversation rather than something that we just kind of never talked about or when we did, it got ugly. Um, it, it just, it really helped us work through it and see each other um, in a, in a different light. So thank you again. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. I love to hear it. It's just, I was just so fascinated seeing it for the first time and you're just going to see things that you haven't seen before. Cause it just in, in most cases people will, because it's uh, there's just so much porn out there and, and you can get so granular with your desires that there's just going to be stuff on your periphery that you really maybe don't, don't hone in on. Or if also, you do know like, it exists, go ahead, Sasha. Oh no, sorry. You go. If you do know it exists, you might not know it's going to turn you on until you see mm-hmm. it. And then you start watching a bunch of gay porn for months after the Hill film, film <laughs> festival. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just speaking for myself. Like dudes, fucking dudes. That was a thing for me for a while. Where I was just like, sign me up. Um, so yeah, I just love it where it's like, I think I'll watch that for a while on the menu of, uh, yeah. So that's good to, I, what I really liked about the hump film festival when I saw it was like seeing the perspective of somebody who's into something that I've never even considered, Mm -hmm. um, and seeing like what specifically it is that they're looking at or wanting to feel or, or whatever, like I, the one that comes to mind is like this lactation film mm-hmm. porno that I've never even considered like as an option, <laughs> you know? And uh, I, when I watched that film, I was like, okay. I mean, I'm not like, that's not going to be on my roster of things, but like, I like that somebody appreciates something about the woman's body that I had not appreciated yeah. in that kind of way. I I totally get that. Um, the lactation or even like, not that I want to be in a bedroom with a preg- you know, somebody that's pregnant, but like something about the, what a woman's body can do or like the beauty in that, like that's a, arousing. I remember, so one of the first guys we talked to, on Reddit, we asked him what his kinks were and he mentioned, he mentioned a couple of things, but one of the things were, um, you know, preg- he said pregos. And I was like, I get it, dude. Like that's fuck. That's a miracle that we're, our bodies can do that. That's, that's a turn on. Like I think a woman's body when they're pregnant, whatever shape and form that's, that's appealing. It's beautiful. So I, I get why that's a kink. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it gave us more perspective. We're not so close minded to certain things, even if it's on a, an I think one of the things that we probably saw that was extreme fit, correct me, was probably like the blood, the blood play or Mm. like, yeah, not into it. Not just when you read it is. Yeah. I saw it. I was like, ah, that ain't for me. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, it was like, it was something like, um, I don't, you know the tool that they use at the doctor's office when you're getting like a pap smear that like oh, cranks yes. that shit open? Yeah. Yes. They were using speculum. that and there was, yeah. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. What is it called? A speculum. 
Okay. So it had that and um, there was blood and it was just like, okay, more power to the people that enjoy that. Cool, but... Um, I've had the like, same exact reaction at Hump over yeah, the same exact stuff. It was blood play <laughs> and that pain stuff. I'm just, I'm not into it. Yeah, but I, they like, have actually a a Hump film festival that is curated and made specially with the films that maybe were a little too much to put in the regular one. Mm-hmm. FYI. Oh, I didn't even yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's blood play and yeah, it we realize it's not for us. Um, even I can't stand my period when I'm on my period, so <laughs> right. not for me. Um so yeah. Um we we did it was very eye opening and very educational. Just, I don't know if you can get a better outcome than that. It just goes so far beyond entertainment and and goes into um, a lot of uh, discussions, communications, discoveries, sexual explorations. Bravo. And once again, to find your person that you can do that with at your age is just, uh, ah, it makes my heart, my old black dead heart very very happy <laughs> it really really does gives it a little bit of a Aww. little bit of a little sensation i got a sensation anyway okay Aww. so has anybody has anybody <clears throat> quickly you seen anything that you like out there lately been entertained by anything um sexual or otherwise sex exactly yeah. it can be regular things on netflix like griselda blanco's thing with a, a <laughs> A Sophia Vergara. Oh, I watched that whole thing. I, like, Holy hell! I just commandeered <laughs> yeah. the conversation because I couldn't keep it under my hat. We won't spoil anything <laughs> for good. people, but fuck, yeah. that woman can act her ass off, and to see a woman and a Latina, and I know it's a drug situation, and I don't, and I don't want to speak for how Gangster's that fuck. play. Yeah, but I fuck. It just like just like I felt about Jackie Brown, where it was just like, yeah, look, get it, you know, like Pam Grill, go, you know, yeah. like, not just a female, but like, female of color, like, turn it up. The, my favorite part about that whole series is that like the majority of it was in Spanish, and it yeah. wasn't like it wasn't like people speaking in English with a Spanish accent the entire time, <laughs> like in their home country, where that wouldn't make any sense at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I, that was like my one like yes please thank you like even I don't even understand <laughs> Spanish fluently and I don't mind reading the subtitles as long mm-hmm. as I'm hearing like yeah actual um, conversation and emotion mm-hmm. um, but yeah no I, yeah, really, I, I would recommend I that. love Sophia yeah. I think she's beautiful she's an amazing actress and I am it big fan of like modern family oh, and that's yeah. like what i know her like i've watched every episode i just love modern that's family um all the dynamics and um, such clever how their clever writing is. the writing on that show right? was so yeah. darn clever and the casting was so like i loved it agree uh whoever played dario was so- oh hell her boyfriend he was so 
Oh my God. The whole entire time that we were watching it, I was watching it with friends last night and it was just like, Holy heart palpitations. That boyfriend of yours was so darn yeah. sexy. That bodyguard or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I want to know who that guy is. Loved, loved, loved. Arturo is usually more my, you know, in real life speed, Arturo. But the boyfriend, uh, yeah. Whew, that was some clip flipping goodness. Totally. How about y'all? What else? What else you seeing? Seeing anything good? Well, Vic, you enjoyed, like, just the role. Like, she didn't have to pretend to be an American or trying to fit into the oh, American yeah. scene. Or yeah, like, he mentioned it, like, and then I thought about it. Like, yeah, it's nice to see her not with white people. Like, mm-hmm. we don't need everything tailored to us. So, you know, yeah, like she you mentioned earlier. She doesn't have to play the, like, stereotype of whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like... Yeah. Most times that I've seen her, it's like, all right, you are this white person's foreigner wife, and, you know, she does all the stereotypical, you know, mm-hmm. oh, well, she's the Spanish mom or whatever, so that's why she acts that way. That's why the kids are this way. And then the husband just, you know, he goes along with her or whatever. And it's like, wow, it's nice. Like, you look a lot better in that role. Like, that fits you. It's nice to see I hope you she's able to pick up lit. a lot more serious roles because that was really cool yeah. to see her. Yeah, uh, none are serious. So yeah, so spectacular. I loved it. So thanks for indulging me on that one. I just wanted to <laughs> shout it out because I, one of my friends um, was just like, hey, you want to hang out? <clears throat> and I don't usually, I don't go out too much anymore. And uh, then another friend was like, hey, what are you doing? So we all just ended up hanging out at the house. We ordered in Garozo's and watched Griselda. And it was just Ooh. an amazing evening. Cannolis and... Uh, and a uh, little Netflix. It was great. Yeah, I'm out but sweating now. You mentioned Garoza. Oh, so good. That's Spadini. <laughs> mm. Mm. It's me and the Ghibli's. Have you Love had it. the Vicenzo? No. Which one's that? Oh. Fuck around and find out. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. You just have to try it. We won't tell you anything about it. Just order the I Vicenzo. I know what y'all are having. I know what y'all are having for dinner in the short future. Seriously. Oh, yeah. Possibly tonight. Delicious. I'll give you a tip, though. It's a spicy cognac sauce. I uh, had no clue what kind of sauce it was. Googled it. That's what it came up with. And still, I have no clue about it. And, like, I've never heard anybody mention a spicy cognac sauce. But how the fuck do you make it? Because it's so damn good. Seriously, mm. that place yeah. is uh, my favorite. I goddamn love it. Garozo's in Kansas City. They have several locations. Y'all check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we have loved having you on the podcast, Kendra and Victor Stone. I just the discoveries, the 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 discussions, the communications, just your sharing with us about what your next mm-hmm. exploits and explorations are going to kind of what you might want those to include. We just love and appreciate your vulnerability and thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having us and thank you for having a podcast like this to the way you guys make everybody feel comfortable. Um, you mentioned a couple times on the show um, StoryCorps or um, what What do you call it? Something cool. Um, yeah. 
StoryCorps, yes. Story, and that okay. is Yes, where that comes from actually, and I don't know if it was Ira Glass who kind of produced it, but it was basically they would set up a sound booth in Grand Central Station in New York and you could go in there and you could go in there with somebody and you could record something. Like some people would have like a parent and sometimes it would they were asking these people hard questions or there were vulnerable questions or discoveries that were just kind of coming out. And those recordings are all um saved and stored at the Library of Congress. So those people's ancestors will always be able to go and listen to these stories. And yeah. I've referred to this podcast as StoryCorps um, for not just Sasha and I, but for our guests and kind of where they are in time and what they're doing. And yeah, I, I love that you picked up on that, Kendra. Yeah. I think it's amazing. And like, just this is definitely stepping outside of our comfort zone, but knowing that we are and it's it's a recording that we can fall back to um, just, you know, how far we've come or and, and just even seeing the growth that you guys have had throughout the podcast. Um, it's It's been pretty cool. And it's just I mean, I hope it's the same for other people. It's been it's been great for us. It's been educational for us. It's been a lot of good, I mean, started a lot of great conversations in, in our home. Um, so we really appreciate what you guys do. And thank you for starting this. Oh my gosh. So the story part <laughs> is like nice, but what you just said is the cherry on the cake that we would be making an impact in people's lives. And really, really are. what we wanted to do was try to normalize discussions around sex and, and, and our desires because I have gone a lot of my 54 years not getting what I want because of that shame and ickiness. Mm -hmm. And I love to see people stepping out and grooving. Thank you. That is one of the most amazing compliments I think Sasha and I have ever gotten about this podcast. It just makes it, we love doing it. We love doing it. So you thank guys are you. great at it. Thank you. Thank you so <laughs> and much. Your, your guest too. Like, um, I know Vic enjoys, um, the, the other couple that you had on, um, I think Jane, Jane, Jane. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, yeah, Amazing. It, I think Vic has listened to that episode a couple of times. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I just just <laughs> seeing what they've got going on and and their life of exploration and the longevity and the fact that they're still hot for one another is just inspiring, frankly. It really is. Mm -hmm. Yes, it really is. So thank you again, Sasha. Anything to uh, mention? You got anything you need to tell the listeners? Uh, I, not, not that I can think of, but I'm a couple of bong rips in, so. Yeah, uh, same. Guilty as charged. Guilty as charged. This was such a fun one, you guys. We loved it. Thank you. Episode yes. 32 with Kendra and Yes, in the bag. Thank you. Um, and we'll be talking to you soon, coming at you with episode 33. We probably... 
Um, uh, that one will, I've got another guest in store that I'm trying to get scheduled up and we'll talk more about that later and, uh, some exciting stuff around the bend as usual on horror stories. And until then y'all just explore and get naughty and talk to us about it. Email us at horrorstories at <laughs> gmail.com and tell us all about getting your freak on. Please. Please. Okay. All right, y'all. Signing off. Everybody's going to say, um, um, one, two, three. We're going to say bye. One, two, three. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to Horror Stories, Tales of the Hustle. Inspire us. If you'd like to share a horror story, hit us up on our email at horrorstories at gmail.com. That's W-H-O-R-E-O-R-S-T-O-R-I-E-S at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.